Greetings, Blazer Nation, and welcome to the UAV Collat Fan Podcast, your premier bi-monthly podcast for information on finance, accounting, and money. Brought to you by the Collat School of Business's UAV Department of Accounting and Finance and the Reading Institute for Financial Education. So, without further ado, welcome to today's episode. Hey y'all, what's up, what's up? I'm Rena Messina, visiting instructor here in the Collat School of Business. And today we have Casey Bartok as our guest on the episode of the podcast. And she is the audit partner with KPMG and also serves as the office managing partner for their Birmingham, um, Alabama office. So Casey, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to chat with you today. Yes, we're super excited to have you. So we'll just get started by you telling us a little bit more about yourself and then we'll get going. Okay, great. So I've actually been with KPMG for 23 years, which is hard to believe at this point in time. Oh gosh, um, and, thank you. And uh, <laughs> Birmingham is actually my third office. So I'm from Virginia originally. I uh, started in our Richmond office and moved to Hartford and moved back to Richmond and then landed here four years ago. Um, and I, as you said, I'm an audit partner. And so that's kind of my my main role in the firm. Um, and I serve clients in our insurance practice. And then I also serve as our office managing partner here in Birmingham. Wow. So you wear a lot of hats yes. and are very busy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, can you tell us a little bit more about what your day-to-day looks like with serving both of those giant roles. <laughs> sure. Uh, one of the great things is no day, two days are the same, which is what's kept me with the firm for 23 years. Everything's new and exciting each day. Um, I spend about a third of my time in the office managing partner role, two thirds serving clients. And so I try to split my weeks up um, a couple days at my client, one day in the office, one or two days at home, just depending on, on what's happening. And, and in that office managing partner role, I really get to help bring down the firm's strategy to a local level. So whether that be in terms of growing our, our presence in a market, how we serve our clients, um, and how we take care of our people, really, you know, recruiting students, helping develop them, um, and help them, you know, become leaders within the firm. Awesome. Yeah. And you do a lot of recruiting here at UAB, yes. and we are very thankful that you do so. Um, so in that role as the managing partner, you know, I'm sure you're dealing with all types of issues from, you know, really big to even small things that can be big to, you know, your employees, right? Um, And during the pandemic, things just went nuts. And when did you start becoming the managing partner? Uh, Right in the middle. (laughs) So September of 2020, everyone was fully remote. We couldn't be in person for anything. Uh, We had a lot of strict requirements about not being together or with clients. And that's when I took on, on the role. So I was a virtual office managing partner and uh, really had to focus on our people. And so, as I said, the role covers clients and market development and people. And at that point in time, people was the biggest thing we needed to focus on. Right. Oh, my gosh. And doing that virtually is like a whole nother level. Yeah, (laughs) That is crazy. We were all trying to figure out, you know, what did that look like? Um, And, uh, you know, I was figuring out with my team what that looked like, but also trying to connect with others in the office. So, I would host virtual town halls um, to give folks updates on just where we were as a firm, um, things that were going on with our teams locally since people weren't seeing each other in person, just making sure they felt connected and informed. Right. Communication key more than ever. Right. Um, So I'm sure, you know, you have a different type of working environment now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, everybody's been kind of doing different stuff and becoming more flexible. So what's the current working environment at KPMG? We are officially hybrid. Um, okay. And so, you know, it's taken us a while to get there. We, we were kind of, uh, you know, encouraging folks to come in, but no one was required to be in person. And now we are fully hybrid. Um, and that's taken a while for people to embrace. You know, some people got comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're spending their time there and didn't really want to come in. Um, and so we've officially defined hybrid as reminding people that means sometime is in person. Um, okay. And of course, one size doesn't fit all when you're a firm of 30,000 uh, plus professionals and a lot of different types of geographies. So, you know, by function, audit, tax, and advisory, and even down to local offices and local teams, everyone has to figure it out a little okay. bit differently, what works for them. So there's been a lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. uh, reassessing, um, trying to figure out, is it working or do we go a different direction? And and so personally, my team that I lead, uh, we're doing a 3-2 hybrid, and it's what our client follows. And so we felt like that was the best um, the best hybrid environment to have so that we try to be in person with our client and with our teams. Um, and there's flexibility. We pick one day a week where everyone's together um, each week. So we know that people are all there. And then it's up to individuals on the team to pick two other days during the week that they want to come together in person. Wow, that's good. That's good. And um, with that role, have you found productivity to have been like better than it was before? Or, you know, what's the vibes there? <laughs> It's been different. Um, so when we everyone first went home, we found that people overall were actually very productive. People were working more hours than they should, um, and there was a lot of burnout. But <clears throat> we've tried to get people scaled back on that, kind of more right-sized in the hours. So people really were productive, um, so we didn't have any issues with people being at home and not doing what they needed to do. Um, but what I, I do think is um, the learning in that remote environment was, was not as strong. Um, and we're an apprenticeship model. So we're used to people coming in, and yes, they've taken accounting classes and auditing classes, but that's not the same as the day-to-day of what they're doing on clients. And so we you know, throw in a bunch of people who really don't know anything in terms of how to do an audit um, other than what they took for one semester, and they learn by hearing the folks talking around them, going to meetings, observing, and when we were all remote, that was very difficult. And so we saw the the pace that new hires were getting up to speed really decreased mm-hmm. in that totally remote environment. Now that we're hybrid and we're really embracing meeting with clients in person again, having training in person again, doing live reviews of our work papers so folks can learn and understand what they need to do differently, that's picked back up to kind of pre-COVID levels. Good, good. Yeah, I don't... I learned so much from just being in the audit room or being with a client. I can't imagine just not being in person at all. So that is good to hear that that is on the coming back, right? Yes. Um, so as far as the, in, I guess, employee engagement and connection, and um, how is that going? We, we're finding that even though some people didn't want to come back in person, now that they're back and that's their routine again, they're more energized. Um, I think part of it, right, people like routines. And so when you especially weren't sure, accounts. especially accounts, yes. <laughs> so when you weren't sure, you know, week to week what it was going to look like or what your plan was going to be, that uncertainty causes anxiety in, in folks. And so, you know, once we laid out, okay, we're hybrid, it means 
three days in person, two days at home. It's always Wednesdays together. You pick the other two days. Then people knew the direction and they could set their schedules, what made sense for them. Um, And then that gave them a little bit more certainty around what they were doing um, and kind of made people feel better about it. But yeah, folks are really energized, right? We we're doing more teaming in terms of we have lunch together or we go out and have, you know, happy hour after um, bringing speakers in on different topics. And, you know, you can really see the energy in people once they're together again, because that's that's the firm. And so people were kind of missing that, even though we tried to do virtual things to keep people connected. It's not the same as the in-person interactions. Yeah. Virtual happy hour is definitely not the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had several of those during, um, you know, virtual, just anything. We had a party and it was Mm -hmm. like this is not a party right yes Yes, Um, we had a holiday party virtually yes (laughs) like what (laughs) so I'm glad to see that those are coming back um so with what if a client doesn't go back so I'm sure there's plenty of um, audit clients that they're all remote now and so what does the team kind of look like in a situation Mm -hmm. do you have a situation like that we don't have one locally here that I'm aware of, but yes, across the country, there's definitely locations, especially in bigger cities where there's more concerns about commuting or rising crime. Um, some clients have, and just costs, right? Clients have shut down their offices and they're fully remote. So those teams obviously can't be in person when there's not a place to go to with the client, but they're gathering in our offices. So still trying to find ways to come together and connect a couple days a week um, as it makes sense so that they're still having that KPMG connection, even though they might not be in person in an audit room. Awesome. So we have obviously a bunch of students who are going to be interning Mm -hmm. in the spring. And how would the, I'm sure they're going to follow the same model. It's like a three, two. And when they are on their two, you know, and they're at home, like, what's a, what's some good advice as far as how to approach their day when they maybe don't have somebody right there to help answer all their questions? Yeah, good question. So I think trying to stay structured, first of all, um, so that they get up at the same time, go through the same routines, are ready, you know, to be online, not just kind of sleeping in or, you know, thinking we'll get online later because no one's waiting for me. So kind of keeping that routine is great. Um, communicating with the people they're working with. So making sure they understand the expectations of what time am I supposed to be online? Um, what Are we having certain meetings to catch up today? What are the tasks that I need to be doing and working on? And then we use Microsoft Teams. And so folks are always online. You can see if they're at online or stepped away and you can send messages and chat. Um, we do a lot of what we call pods. And so you get together with your pod so that you can ask questions, you can do live reviews, you can work through um, a problem that you might be having in test work. So there's lots of opportunities even when we're on our our remote days that an intern could raise their hand and ask for help. Um, With the the spring interns, because it is gonna be busy season, they might find clients are in person more than just the three, two. Um, So they might even have more chances to be in person. That'd be great, yeah. Um, So, Back to the students, okay. Do you have any other kind of advice to approach their internship? My, my number one advice always is having a great attitude. Um, that by far can make a big difference in anything an intern does. Um, we don't expect the interns coming in to really know how to do anything. And most of them haven't even had audit classes at that point. So we want them to have a great attitude. We want them to be good listeners, um, ask good questions, um, and really just 
become part of our team, you know, embrace the culture, embrace connecting with the folks on the team, connecting with the client, starting to really build those relationships that will help them when they start full time. Yes. And having, you know, I'm so glad you said that because when we tell them, hey, they know you're not going to know everything going into it. They're like, they don't believe us. So I'm glad to hear, <laughs> I'm glad to hear you say that, you know. Um, so good attitude, great listener, um, taking good notes and being present, I guess. Right. Is exactly. The best advice going forward. Well, Casey, we really enjoyed today. And do you have anything else you would like to add or? No, I, I think we covered it. You know, a lot of the things that make folks successful in the hybrid environment were the same types of things that made them successful pre-COVID, they're just more amplified now. So things like embracing change, you know, being flexible, um, as well as, as we said, kind of that communication, making sure mm-hmm. you know where folks are or where, where things stand in terms of the audit. And then those connections, um, you know, we can't forget that building relationships is actually part of what makes our job really fun, getting to know peers and clients and people in the community. And, and so really being intentional, even when you're hybrid, of going to those in-person events and, you know, making the effort to, to get to know people. Yes, totally agree. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and being our guest. So that is it for this episode of the Collat Fam podcast. And if you would please go subscribe And we will catch you on the next one. All right. Go Blazers.